Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live of the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On this episode of Going In Raw, we're going to be talking about NXT on the road to Vengeance Day. It was actually the last stop before Vengeance Day. That's mm. coming up this Saturday. We're going to do a live. Wait. Yeah, you confirmed, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. we're gonna I'm do good yeah part. Saturday, Saturday. Uh, no recap afterwards. We're just gonna do a live watch along, trying to start the streaming month out strong. Yep. This Saturday, we're gonna be watching uh, Vengeance Day. Me, Larson, and the Enforcer. We're gonna be betting some channel points. That should be a lot of fun. We're gonna check that out. Uh, so we're gonna talk about our predictions for Vengeance Day yes. in this episode, just to give you a preview of what's going on, what's on our minds. Nothing official there. Uh, Kota Ibushi, we're going to find out where the new free agent might be headed and who has interest in him. Uh, but first, Larson, let's talk about this. Uh, the Rock, as we all know, is not going to be at WrestleMania this year. Cody, Cody, Cody flipping roads is going to be taking on Roman Reigns in the main event. Uh, however... There was a minor note about The Rock's WrestleMania plans, maybe not for 39, but perhaps for WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. For those Rock fans out there, a little shred of hope via the wrestling observer himself, uh, Dave Meltzer. Much, I wouldn't get much hope up, honestly. Whoa, pump the brakes oh, there, man. Let's first hear what the actual wrestling observer, not whatever this Larson NWO wrestling, wrestling observer is trying to tell right, us carry here. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> He says this on the Wrestling Observer Radio. These transcripts come to you via WrestlingNews.co. says, uh, uh, Dwayne, The Rock, uh, could be there in some, way, uh, in some way or fashion, talking about 39. There are people going, oh, don't you think it's a swerve? They keep saying it's not a swerve. I've been told this for a while. There's always the maybe it's a secret like the Pat McAfee thing, right? Only a few people know we're past that point. Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble. He's getting the championship match. It ain't Dwayne anymore. Dwayne's not wrestling anybody else unless it's a three-second match. He did not feel he had the time to get in shape that he needed to be in to do a wrestling, a WrestleMania caliber main event. And he left the door open for next year, Meltzer stated. So, Philadelphia, WrestleMania 30. Book it. Larson The Rock versus who? RVD, perhaps? ECW hometown? I mean, if they're going to job out RVD in three seconds, sure. Here's the thing. Every year we hear this. Rock ain't, ain't going to be at WrestleMania this year. He leaves the door open for next year. What happens next year? He doesn't do it. Leaves the door open for the following year. This has been like the thing for the last, I don't know, five years? Seemingly? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, he leaves the door open. I'm sure that's that's just what it's just how the conversations go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I can't get in shape. Maybe next year we'll talk then. Yeah, but yeah. Like, roll the calendar to 2024. It's going to be the same thing, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's a busy man. He's got a lot of things going on, a lot of different businesses. Mm -hmm. He's, yeah. he, you know, he, he's, he's got, he's got going on. Mm -hmm. So unless, until he, he actually takes time out of his schedule to prioritize getting a match in, mm -hmm. you know, like literally saying, are these three months I'm dedicating to getting in shape so I could wrestle whoever at, at WrestleMania? I'm pessimistic. It's never going to happen. Ever. Yeah, it's probably never going to happen, man. Mm -mm. It's probably never going to happen. Nope. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he was posting some because uh, one of the other articles talking about this had noted that on that on the Royal Rumble day on Saturday, uh, he had like posted an Instagram post about him doing this, that he's got a million things 
going on. Uh, he's shooting, I guess, Red One, which I think is a Netflix movie he's got coming up. Um, I think that's what it was called. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but uh, but yeah, no, he's got a lot of stuff coming up. He's got the XFL. Uh, I mean, you know, I was thinking maybe, maybe this year would have been a little bit different because of Roman Reigns, the bloodline, and because his plans for the DC universe completely blew up in mm-hmm. his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I figured, hey. Maybe he had sketched out some time to do DC Universe stuff, and that had opened up. Might as well go back to WWE, get a big pop, make yourself feel better about the financial failure that was Black Adam and his DC Universe aspirations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but no, didn't happen. You're right. He's a busy guy. He's a super busy guy. He's like the most busy person there is. It's like asking the President of the United States to come and do WrestleMania. Yeah. Besides the fact that he's like a million years old, that's probably not going to happen. Either. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. But, but the uh, point is that the President wouldn't have time to do it. He's a very busy person. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and I'm not talking I'm not talking about politics. I'm just saying presidents in general, general are yes, usually yes. pretty busy. Yeah. Like every waking hour, you're doing something. Yes. Right. That's why they get so old <laughs> over time. Like, like it's they don't age normally, like normal people. Yeah, it's a high-pressure job, and there's no like time off, really. Yeah, even when you're on vacation, seemingly, you know, you got to have briefings and all that kind of stuff. Man, people show up at your door in the morning with like a, a, a folio. And it's got like all sorts of crazy shit that's going on in the world. It's like, hey, aliens showed up the other day, but you can't say anything because you're president of the United States. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause a panic in Wall Street. You know, the stocks are going to tumble. Something like that. Yeah. So it's the same thing for The Rock, you know, except for the top secret information. Uh, anyways, let's talk about this. Now that the uh, now that the big headline we had to get out of the way, because we can't just put Kota Ibushi on a thumbnail. Man. Oh, we could. I mean, Kota Ibushi. Yeah, great. we could if we don't want to make money on Kota Ibushi coming to ACW. Totally I mean, that's going to draw eyeballs. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wrong letter, pal. A-E-W. No, I said A-C-W, pur- purposely. Yeah, no, I know, but you got to be careful with that. We don't want to promise something we can't deliver on. No, but question mark, I said. Question mark. <laughs> A-C-W? Oh That's a question mark. It's you please, you know, you got to lift up the sentence at the end there. A-C-W? <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what code is. Uh, 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 ASCII price is. It's probably too high for us, but anyways. Uh, regardless, as of today, Kota Ibushi is officially a free agent. New Japan released a statement wishing him uh, the best in his future endeavors. And he's already been announced for two GCW shows over WrestleMania weekend. It's Janela Spring Break and Bloodsport, where he's taking on Speedball Mike Bailey. That is going to be a fantastic match. Oh, Can't man, wait. dude. Did, like, man, that's going to be awesome. I mean, we that's just saw, saw Mike Bailey nuts. did in that fight pit match. Um, so is it that's is that the the blood sport thing? Yeah, that's the uh, blood Bushy sport versus, match. Yeah, against Mike. That Bailey. fight pit match was awesome. That's basically blood sport. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, I know it's gonna be great. Oh man, I can't wait for this. But uh, could the Golden Star find his way to AEW? So uh, Coda spoke to Dark uh, Pearl Wrestling Flosion and stated, "Quote: uh, A lot of my best friends are in AEW. My younger peers in Japan are also growing up there. Nonetheless, I don't think of going to AEW immediately. I want to have a school in Japan. Once that's been worked out, I think I'll talk with AEW. Uh, Dark uh, Pro Resu Flosion also reached out to the Young Bucks about Kodabushi's free agency. And uh, the Young Bucks uh, said, quote, love him, miss him. He kept us in the loop the night of Tokyo Dome uh, about Kenny. Kept sending us little updates. Goes without question. We'd love to have him around or work with him. I think he has the ability to do whatever he wants. During an appearance on Busted Open Radio, Tony Khan was asked about the possibility of Kota Ibushi coming to AEW. That's what Tony Khan had to say about that. Transcripts from Fightful. Quote, there are a lot of great free agents in the world of pro wrestling. Certainly, Kota Ibushi is a great talent. When you have a name like that, everyone in the world of pro wrestling would be fortunate, very fortunate, to have 
uh, in their promotion. We've wanted to work with him in the past, so it's certainly something we would consider. And according to Fightful Select, AEW isn't the only promotion looking to add Ibushi to their roster. Reporting, quote, those that we've spoken to say there's a major interest from a number of companies with that varying from uh, wanting him to sign full-time deals or even getting one-off appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kota Ibushi's spectacular wrestler. Um, yeah, no, I mean, he, he uh, was on the mm-hmm. uh, on, was injured for more than a year because yeah. of that uh, shoulder injury he suffered at uh, G1 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, last, I remember hearing, he said he was like 90% back from that injury. Like he felt mm-hmm. like 90% recovered. So I don't mm-hmm. know if going forward he's going to alter his style a little bit maybe. Um, I think, man, dude, I, I totally forget where I read this, but I, I swear I read something that said that he plans on altering it to more of a ground and pound. That's type, what I thought you know, I saw, too. Matt yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just start, I really need to start screen capping this stuff. Oh, like, I know. You know. Like, this is our job. I got a pencil in my hand all the time when I'm doing this. I should be writing stuff down instead of just twirling it and throwing it across the room, which is what normally happens. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, I would be pretty surprised if he didn't make an appearance in AEW at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all like the FIFO Select report, um, you know, the just generally what you hear about Kota Ibushi, it doesn't seem like he really wants to sign a long term deal anywhere. Yeah, which is kind of his MO. Like he's like it was kind of a big deal when he actually signed with New Japan because up until then he just likes the freedom to float around and Mm -hmm. experience his life in twenty four hours a day. Twenty five. I'm sorry, twenty twenty five hours a day. Yeah, therein lies the humor. Um but uh but yeah, that's just is is his thing. So I'd be kind of surprised if he did, you know, at least you know, for a while, you know, just sort of go places, you know, and, and do his own thing and then eventually maybe He'll he'll take that chance with a with uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I, I had read I forget if it's a fightful select thing, but you know, do you think there would be any interest from WWE in Kota Bushi? You think Triple H would be a big Kota Bushi fan? Uh, yeah, I mean I, I would think so. His 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 run in the Cruiserweight Classic a few years back was fantastic. He had an awesome match against Cedric Alexander. I saw Cedric True. was tweeting at um, at Kota Bushi. Um, yeah, I would think I would think that would be would try to at least get him to show up, even if it's just for, you know, a matter of of months mm-hmm. to do at least a program or two, if he would be interested in that. Um, that would be that would be interesting. And this is going to be kind of a litmus test if if he does sort of a tour where he's just sort of going from place to place. If WWE would be open at this point under Triple H under you know Nick Khan, I know Vince is in charge, but you know seemingly that is. To facilitate facilitate a sale, there hasn't been, you know, dude. That raw number they pulled this week was pretty darn good, pretty impressive, yeah. Um, and I, again, the better it does, you know, they were touting how well the Royal Rumble did with the gate, and you know, I know Andrew Zarian. Hey, look at that! I'm sourcing. There you go. Uh, had did mentioned you write that, that down. Has, I have a pencil here. If not, I can write these things down for you. Bang right here, dude. Oh, don't wow. need to. <laughs> right up in the old noggin. I don't have a lot going up there, but Andrew Zarian, knowing somebody at Peacock who said uh, the Royal Rumble was viewed two million, uh, two had two million views domestic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, at this point, it would as 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 not self aware as Vince is. You got to think he knows from a business perspective. It probably would not be great if he was like, "My turn to get the book back." You know, mm-hmm. like things are going really well right now. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, with that being said, that's that's the the scenic route to getting to the point that I wonder if WWE at this point would consider signing somebody to you know of of that caliber to an appearance thing 
or even like, you know, a very short term deal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know either. I mean, if, if they think bringing him in for a short little run to get a couple dream matches in uh, would be good for the company and good for the bottom line, I'm sure they would do it. I mean, there look, they're, obviously there are people who sort of are, you know, have the legacy ability to do that. And basically this is Brock Lesnar. You know, yeah. Brock Lesnar is yeah. able to come in sort of, you know, when they're like, hey, we need, you know, we need a big name. We need something, you know, big for WrestleMania, for the Rumble, whatever. Um, you know, that's Brock Lesnar. Not a whole lot of other people, yeah. you know, have that sort of situation. I mean, another so. reason that they might try to get Kota Ibushi in uh, sooner rather than later, especially, is to, so they can, can do it before AEW does. You know, I wonder if that would be a philosophy of WWE's at this point. Because, as, as, look, as much as I think Kota Ibushi is terrific, yeah. he's not exactly the kind of name that AEW necessarily needs to move the needle right now. You know, people talk about that's one reason why they really should bring back CM Punk because the idea would be, and this is debatable, I guess, that he does move the needle. They were doing a regular 1 million plus mm -hmm. while he was around, and that has sort of fallen off. I know they did over a million this past week, yeah, but it yeah. hasn't been consistent. And and it's simply because of North American name value is is CM Punk. And there's not a lot of those people out there and I don't know that Kotobushi is that guy, although he's, look, he's a phenomenal talent that you want in your company, but he also already checks off some boxes that they have, you know, the big New Japan fans that have, that have you know, watch AEW these days. There's, I don't think there's a lot more out there that's going to be like, oh, well, Kotobushi's there now. We're going to, 100,000 of them are going to be out there to, to get them over the hump. Oh, yeah, I understand that point. Um I mean, having Kota Ibushi go to, to AEW would just, you know, there's there's stories to be told there, and if they tell those stories correctly, they can get some good buzz going for them, you know? True, yeah. If they yeah. tell a good story with Kenny and, and Kota Ibushi, you know, and, and they more or less said they're not really interested in having a singles match again until they, unless they can do it uh, on a huge stage. Mm -hmm, yeah. You know, and that's not going to happen probably at WrestleMania, um, but if AEW decides to run, say, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm have the match there yeah um so i mean I, I guess that would be beyond the fact that coda you know as 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 he mentions his friends with a lot of people in AEW. there's familiarity there oh for um, sure yeah uh you know there's a variety of reasons i can see him going there um as far as kota bushi going to wb i don't know i don't know what interest he has in doing that well okay let me ask you this then because i think this is a possibility at the least is Obviously, he is very close to Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. Would Kota go where, where Kenny goes? If Kenny ended up in WWE a year from now, which I think is at least a possibility. I don't know how strong a possibility yeah, is, yeah. but it's a possibility. His, his contract's coming up. Um, a lot can happen between now and then. Yeah. Doesn't that strengthen the case for, oh, for Kota Bushi to like maybe wait? I mean, I wonder if he would wait out until to see what Kenny does that's entirely because possible. they do that's that's been something that they've wanted to do is work mm -hmm. more together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's entirely possible yeah if Kenny were to leave AEW go to WB and it's like okay now we can actually have this match on the largest stage possible or you can have Kota Bushi versus The Rock at Wrestlemania 40 wouldn't that be weird <laughs> It would be weird that it happened because I think the odds of Kota Bushi going to WB are not terribly high yeah, the right. odds of The Rock wrestling ever again are really low <laughs> So, yeah, right. Yeah, it'd be pretty surprising to see that. Lightning happen. strikes twice, apparently. Yeah, yeah. probably not going to happen, dude. <laughs> no. no, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't oh, think so. Uh, Patrick Oliva here says uh, Kota Bushi versus Nakamura 
at a major pay-per-view. That'd be that'd be awesome. Steve, have you watched their Wrestle Kingdom 9 match yet? Oh, man, I've heard it's phenomenal. It's one of the best it's... matches I've ever seen. You should really watch it. I've heard that. Yeah, absolutely. It's phenomenal stuff. That's what I figure. Great stuff. <laughs> amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Speaking of amazing stuff, we'll get amazing stuff at NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, that's the Vengeance. Saturday. Man, we only, what are we doing, man? We only got 286 people watching right now. We're going to run that down to 236. <laughs> before you guys leave, I know we're talking about NXT now. Before everybody leaves. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, come back. Come back. Hold on. Just hit that like button. Then you can go. Okay, hit the like button. And you know, then you get it's out in of the here. title what we're talking about. Is NXT is right there. I'm sure people, they click on it because they see what's in the title. And they're like, oh, NXT. I'm one of the 600,000 people who watch NXT on a regular basis. People I'm in, in what, uh, what, what their thoughts might be. People in YouTube chat, please raise your hand if you are here to listen to us talk about NXT. <laughs> All right. You want to run a poll? You want to do a poll over there? It's crickets now, huh? Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed blowing through. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. I mean, they're really um, pushing the, the this Vengeance Day thing as re- huge deal, return to the road. Yeah. Uh, feeling the energy of, of, of crowds that are not in the performance center. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, maybe they're going to they're gonna pull out all the stops here and put on one heck of a show to try to capture that takeover energy of old. Hey, they got some good wrestlers over there they these do. days, man. We saw, we saw some good wrestling yesterday. I think... I think if you look at this lineup, I think Dijak, given how goofy his character is, it's easy to totally forget how great of a wrestler he is. And I say great because he is a great wrestler. He got a pretty good match out of Von Wagner. Yeah. Uh, and him and Wes Lee, a clash of styles. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really fun. You can't tell me Carmelo versus Apollo Crews isn't going to be a phenomenal two out of three falls match. Yeah, gonna That's be going to be, be great. The outstanding. Tag match, the tag match should be really good. I mean, all the matches on the card have a potential to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, so. man. So many people here. In the YouTube chat, putting up their hands. Well, we appreciate you staying. Oh, my God. Go. Larson, our views jumped to 303. Wow. NXT. Draw. Back Draw. in business. Maybe I should have just put Grayson Waller on the thumbnail. There you go. That would have brought in double the audience, I maybe, guess. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So we're going to talk Vengeance Day here. Uh, uh, specifically, our picks for Vengeance Day before we go into the recap. Although, we'll touch on things from the recap in our, our picks. But anyways, enough of me talking about that. First match I got here for the North American title, Wesley. Mm-hmm, yeah, the most relatable uh, uh, wrestler, maybe in all of wrestling right now. You know him dropping the "Come Tuesday" phrase yesterday. Oh, that hey, was enough for me. Pop. I'm like, this dude, he could be on going in wrong. Yeah, uh, he's taking on Dijak for that North American title. Steve, who do you got? Yeah, that's right. You know what? Ooh. Dijak's great. Wesley's better. Wesley goes over. Yeah, Wesley's totally going over. I got. I, I'm picking Wesley as well. Um. There wasn't really any Stan Tall math, although uh, Dijak won his match. Yeah, I beat Von Wagner. That's right. Yeah, he got a good match out of Von Wagner. So yeah, uh, that's that's Dijak's win for the week. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, we've got the New Day versus Gallus. Gallus boys on talk uh, versus Pretty Deadly versus Chase U, of course, for those uh, NXT tag titles. Now, you know, common logic is maybe New Day they want to use them more on main roster because they're big, big stars. And so maybe this is a way for them to lose the titles without getting pinned. Yeah. And then they can go along their merry way. I mean, I think they've done a pretty decent job Have a New Day there as a spotlight on the tag division. Now the tag division is loaded up. Larson, where do you see this match going? Uh, unfortunately, I see Chase U, uh, probably Andre Chase eating the pin really? here. Really? Oh, oh, eating the pin. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, the, <laughs> they are going to lose this match. They were uh, working well. For the most part, uh, when they won on Tuesday. Um, mm. However, 
we're going to start to see uh, the, 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 the fishers in that relationship start to grow more cracks. Uh, they'll lose pretty deadly. will probably end up winning this and they'll feud with Gallus afterwards. I mean, the feud has been due day pretty deadly. Um, so they can, they can pretty deadly could pick up the win here. Maybe they have a one-on-one bout with new day where they cheat to win and they go on the feud with Gallus and hopefully Gallus eventually wins those titles. But I'm, I'll say, I'll say pretty deadly for now. Took the words out of my mouth, man. I, my heart, my heart says Gallus boys on talk. My head says pretty deadly picks up the win. And I think you're right about this. I think it's going to be, Ch- you know, man, dude, I love chase you. I really do. I understand why they're putting in this match. It's going to be interesting to see chase you uh, against like a 5,000 strong crowd. Yeah. Um, because I think they are, they are like one of the most over things. And I really like the Duke Hudson stuff. I think it's yeah. been really strong. Yeah, it has been good. Um, and so it's going to be, but you know, no fan blade should have been in this match. I know they're really good wrestlers. Awesome. Awesome. They add so awesome much team. to everything they do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I get, it's going to be pretty deadly. They've been on the short end of every stick here, yeah. you know, having to go out and get a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, eBay items for the new day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, I, I kind of, I'm with you on this one. I think they're going to win. Next for the women's tag titles, got the champions, Katana Chance, Caden Carter taking on Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Steve, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say that you're probably going to say the champs are going to retain here. I mean, I don't, this is barely a team. They they hate each other. But I mean, is that, isn't that fodder for more story? <laughs> like Katana, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Kiana James and Fallon Henley. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. It's the champions are going to win. It'd be silly to bet against the champions. They're like a well-oiled machine at They're this point. They're the longest reigning women's uh, NXT tag champs at this juncture. Um, so, yeah, I, I got the champs. Yeah. Probably with high confidence points oh, if yes. we were doing that. But, uh, but yeah, no, Fallon Henley. And, yeah, the, 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 the distrust here is just it's, it's off the charts. Yeah, it seems from, from to be Fallon a, Henley. A, a, a gulf uh, too wide to, uh, to, to overcome for this match on Saturday. But then if they need something, I mean, I guess they have Brooks Jensen to, to keep them together as a team. Otherwise, they wouldn't be teaming together. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, so, yeah, no, I, I feel like the champs are going to are going to retain here. Exactly. Uh, next two out of three falls match. This should be awesome. Apollo Cruz taking on Carmelo Hayes. Who do you got, Steve? Man, I feel like one dude's going to be sticking around. And the other, well, there, there's two there's two sides here. One dude's going to be sticking around. One dude's probably going to move it on the main roster, and that's Carmelo Hayes. But then they're also feuding kind of over a de facto number one contender thing. And Apollo already had his shot. He had his shot. Yeah, we haven't seen Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes wins this. Yeah, Melo's going to win this. As well he should. He's the future, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, the only question is, is is, is Melo the future of NXT or the future of main roster in the short term? You know what I mean? No. I Obviously, know. he's yeah, the future yeah. of main roster at some juncture, but is he going to get just a title shot see, first? I just want to see NXT with Carmelo Hayes as top guys uh, in the face of the company. I know. Should have been six months ago. I know. It really should have been. I don't know why they're rolling with Braun Breaker this long. It's kind of obnoxious. It's probably going to end at stand and deliver. Anyways, before we get to that match, uh, we got the NXT Women's title match, Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan, Gigi Dolan sorry, and JC Jane. Roxanne's going to retain here. This would probably be – well, I'm not going to say all my – this would be my second most confidence points here, I think. Yeah. Let me take a look at these other matches. Well, besides Wesley. Wesley might be on my confidence points. But, uh, but yeah, no, this is, this is clearly going to be Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and – 
JC Jane. I mean, it, I'd be shocked if they came out of this as a cohesive unit. Yeah. <laughs> anymore because they're probably going to give each other more punishment than, than Roxanne gets. The odds of <clears throat> them coming out as a more cohesive unit, I feel like, are less than Fallon Handling and Kiana James, honestly. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I loved, I did really appreciate the little slip there from Gigi, mm-hmm. you know, when I come out of this. And before they were able to address it, Roxanne just comes shooting in the frame. I thought that was a pretty good that segment was good. there. That was good. And then, I mean, like, JC did the same thing. And then, and Gigi barely, I mean, she kind of gave mm-hmm. her a glance, but didn't really, yeah. didn't really react to it. Main yeah. event, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. Braun's got to win this. Yeah, right? Braun's going to win this. Although, Grayson Waller has really stepped up his game in this mm-hmm. feud. I think that his, all of his promo work, it's been a lot less. It's been a lot less less Miz like, you know. Like the intensity's been there. Somebody mentioned some interaction between him and Cody on the bump. I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that, but um, I know he's been doing really, really good work lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I mean, if, the, if this this needs to be a case for him to get to main roster, that's what yeah. it needs to be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you you think that whoever I mean, we've been saying this forever. Whoever loses this. Uh, it's a pretty good chance they go up to Maine. But again, that's something we've been saying for months, seemingly, about mm-hmm. a variety of matches. And it hasn't happened. So, yeah. 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 Uh, but maybe the yeah. fact they had Waller on the bump with Cody was kind of a bit of a, a, a preview of, of what we could expect from Grayson Waller. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into the recap, man, I want to bring this up real quick uh, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And for channel members right now, you can check out our WCW Nitro episode one review. It's going up on the channel on Sunday. Uh, but if you want to watch it now, if you want to get in there early, you can check it out. Also, Friendo Club patrons at $5 and up and uh, channel members. We have we've made the final negotiations been settled. Uh, the Elimination Chamber Challenge. We will present a challenge, a predictions challenge for Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. If any of the Friendos get everything right. And not just the results of the matches. Uh, how, how people enter the, the chamber and how people are eliminated from the chamber. This is basically an impossible challenge, but if anybody gets it perfectly right, they get two bonus points walking into the March Big Red Predictions Challenge, which is AEW Revolution, where Moses opposes will be defending mm-hmm. his Big Red Predictions title. Um, if nobody gets everything right, the person who gets the closest person or people. Or people who get the closest. If there's like a tie for the for the people who get the the, the closest, uh, they will walk into the next predictions challenge with one bonus point, which could make the difference. Could, it could, could make the difference. You could. Uh, so uh, be sure to sign up. Click join if you're a YouTube. If you want to be a YouTube channel member, you also get access to uh, question threads. You get priority uh, 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 questions right here on the show. Um, you get bonus episodes. Uh, tom- no Friday, we've got our next episode of Overrun coming up. You get to vote on what our next retro review mm-hmm. will be, mm-hmm. um, and you get to watch that live like a month before it goes live on the actual channel. Mm-hmm. So uh, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson or click join on the YouTube channel memberships. Uh, we do have a new patron, Edward Munoz, uh, on Patreon. So thank you very much, Edward. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, and then also uh, what Mark Marquez yesterday as well. So thank you very much, thank Mark. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank we you, appreciate thank you. that. So let's talk about. Oh, oh. Also, we got a bunch of new merchandise yes. over at. Is this the new? Is this the merchandise thing? Yeah, this is the merchandise thing. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can check out the merchandise we got at friendoshop.com right now. You can use code Rumble to get twenty percent off 
I know it says use code Rumble or 20% off. It actually means for 20% off. Uh, but we got a bunch of new shirts over there, including a shirt that I figured we probably would have done like eight years ago when yeah, we started the show, I know. which was like an Attitude Era Raw logo, but it says going in raw. Yeah. Uh, we got a Smash Zone shirt, which has Richard Dawson kissing a person, uh, a vintage fun wrestling shirt. We got like the logo, like the opening of the show logo shirt. It's just like big red with a bunch of crap behind it. Yeah, looks good. And then, uh, and then we got like us as skulls. It's like a, you know, just with like a Slayer version of our it's logo. Like, it's very metal. It's very metal. It would be our like NXT it. shirt if we were in NXT. Right, exactly. It was like cream colored, yeah. Yeah. So check that out right now. Yep. Friendoshop.com. Code uh, yes. Rumble. Yes, code Rumble. 20% off. Uh, I guess we could jump into NXT this week. Uh, they, they Early on, they said it was a show with limited commercial interruptions. Mm-hmm. And there were limited commercial interruptions, can confirm. Uh, and they jammed a lot in. I was like about a half hour through. I was like, man, there you got like a bunch of segments in. How far into mm-hmm. the show are we? Half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And within the first half hour, you go one, two, three, four, five, I want to say. Like five mm-hmm. segments in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just bang, 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 bang. They got a lot in. and But I did, you know, it was a decent show. It wasn't one of those shows where they got a lot in and it seemed to, to slow down the pace. The pace was fine. No, I thought it was fine. I think they've got some, I think they just have some good stuff going on now. You know, they've got some, some better wrestlers that are featured more often. I mean, Tyler Bate versus Axum, you know, they referenced uh, in, a, in a silly skit beforehand yeah, that, was that Tyler Bate and A-Kid had wrestled before and had a phenomenal match in UK. Mm-hmm. Axum obviously is A-Kid. And so uh, they ran that back. And so that was good stuff. Um, you had, you know, all the character stuff is really coming together too. But then you also get Charlie Dempsey versus Drew Gulak. Who wouldn't? Love to see that stuff. That's really good stuff. It was good. It was good. So, match. yeah, just a lot of really good stuff on the show last night, and all the character stuff is sort of coming together in, mm-hmm. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, kicked off with Creed Brothers taking on Inda Share. Uh, Julius was isolated for a good stretch. He eventually gets a hot tag to Brutus. Brutus goes on the run, a run, uh, not on the run. Um, he eventually hits a standing moonsault, tags in Julius. Julius hits a standing shooting star press, gets a two count there. So then Brutus spears Sangha out of the ring. And mm-hmm. then Julius muscles Fear up for a powerbomb, gets a two there. Julius then hits that cartwheel slam he does. He, uh, 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 what did I say Julius here? Jinder uh, grabs Julius's uh, ankle mm-hmm. and gets on the apron. Ivy Nile gets on the apron and in his face. So then Veer sends Julius into the ropes. He comes bounding off, ducks a clothesline from Veer and runs into Ivy, knocks her off the apron. He's like, oh gosh, what happened? So then Veer hits Julius with the huge clothesline. Sangha tags in, choke slam from him, gets them the win over the Creed brothers. Um, that power bomb that that, you know, they had to correct. Oh my god, the strength I for know. both those guys. Because you yeah. need a lot of core strength if you're taking it too. Yep. But uh yeah, Julius hitting that. Oh my gosh, that was that was impressive stuff. It was. Um yeah, no, this is a good this is a good match. I, I, I like that uh that Inda Share got the win here, you mm-hmm. know, to extend this out a little bit. Ivy took a nasty spill mm-hmm. uh when she went off the apron. So no, I like this stuff. I like I like Inda Share. Um I, I don't know that Jinder really adds much to them. Yeah, I don't know. In if fact, he, he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I get it. But, you know, I, I kinda like all the talking that Jinder does really should be the two dudes in Inda Share doing that talking. They you know? can talk. Like they're, they're good talkers. They're really good talkers, and I like their chemistry and gender. I don't know. Like, why are they? Why is he in the middle? You know? Yeah, yeah I know. I know he's I former know. WWE champion, but let them stand on their own. Exactly. I know. I mean, I guess I guess it gives 
gender something to do. Yeah, it, it does. You know, team him with Von Wagner. Oh wow! But who is Von Wagner? We don't know. We're gonna find out later that we I don't, don't know, know who will. he is as well. No, we don't actually, because even Von Wagner looked confused. Well, we'll talk about that here. Yeah, in a second. So uh, we're back in the like lounge kitchen area. Uh, Axiom is watching an old match of A Kid versus Tyler Bate, and Tyler says, "You know." I was always a fan of A Kid. Oh, speaking of British people, Cultaholic just raided us. Oh, thank you, Cultaholic. Thank you. What's so up, much. Cultaholic? Thank you so much for the raid. We appreciate it. Uh, so uh, Axiom says, "Yeah, he was the best." He was like, and then Bate looks at the screen, looks at Ax- Axiom, looks back at the screen, looks at Axiom. He says, "You know, you, you kind of remind me of A Kid." And uh, he says, "Because of uh, because we uh, have like he, our, because of, of A Kid's talent or yeah, similar. right, yeah." And uh, and he challenges Tyler Bate to a match tonight. And then Damon Kemp steps in. He says, you know, friendly competition makes me sick. When I was in the U.K., I learned that U.K. wrestlers are soft. The European style is overrated. And if you see A-Kid, tell him he's hot garbage. And A-Kim says, Axiom says, well, if I do see him, I'll tell him. Uh, and then Bate talks some shit about Kemp and then leaves. So we get that match a little bit later. But I like the little joke about, you know, Axiom says something like, yeah, uh, uh, people say that I, I remind them of a kid. It must be my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bates like trying to look through his mask. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Uh, then we get Zoe Stark versus Indy Hartwell earlier in the day. Indy's in the women's locker room talking about the Rumble. Zoe steps in, and Indy was like, "Oh, look who it is—the person who attacked Nikita Lyons." And Zoe says, "If I was the the person who attacked Lyons, everyone would know about it." She says, "I was in the Rumble for thirty minutes, Indy. You were in it for a blink." She starts talking more trash. Sol Ruka stands up, uh, says, Indy, uh, she, she beat you, Zoe, last time you, you two wrestled. And Zoe says, well, let's do it again tonight, and we'll see how long you last. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Indy didn't get the win here, though. You know what I appreciate about that? No, she did not. Hopefully she's going to go to main roster, I know. too. But, God, how how many times have we sent that? Countless. You know? Yeah, right. Um, they're letting uh, Sol Ruka develop some personality. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. realize they know. Holy shit, she is. She can do some cool, creative stuff in the ring. Mm-hmm. She's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, letting her step out, develop that personality a little bit. What a smart move that is. It really is. It really is. So uh, Zoe gets the win here with her finisher. Um, then afterwards, she attacks Indy, and then Sol Ruka runs out to make the save. That's right, man. She just needs some of that um, surfer music for her. Uh, it's kind of got a surfer vibe. It does. It definitely music, does. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think it starts with the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the guitar where you're picking really fast and going down the, the, the yeah. low D string. Yeah. Dick Dale. Out. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Dick, Dick Dale. Dale stuff. Dun, 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 Oh, that's good. Dun, dun. I think that's how her song goes, more or less. They just need a license, uh, the one that opens Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, after that, we had a schism video package. Casey says, the day of vengeance is on the horizon for schism. Gibson says, we seek vengeance for something that's been kept from us for too long. The tag titles. And Ava Rain says, uh, we know who Idris and Malik are. Everybody at Chase U worships a false idol. Talking about Andre Chase. They said, they're not family. School spirit will not help you tonight because Chase U will fail. There's no community stronger than the schism. Four roots, one tree, all that kind of stuff. All that, yeah, yeah, stuff. Then we got Apollo Cruz video package. So he's in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and he says, "I came to Charlotte early to feel this energy." Oh yeah. He says NXT is coming, and I'm coming 
with NXT. I need two falls, and I visualize this match a hundred times. Oh. Money Mello is going to be fast and flashly, but I'll be ready for Mello's game plan. If Trick wants to get invo- involved, he'll get handled. When he says that, there's an image of like uh, 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 an individual in silhouette that's walking towards the ring, and Trick's all freaked out about it. Oh, I have paid attention to and that. That's what so Trick was re- that. referring to later on during the interview. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, Cruz continues, says, uh, Mello wants to call me the past and himself the future at, ju- at Vengeance Day. The past will dictate the future. So, man, don't you think, like, doesn't this give you some indication that Apollo Crews might come away with the win here or maybe just like a fall? <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe, 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 maybe what, what he saw there in his vision was uh, some plan that Trick and Mello have mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to, to have a situation where someone comes out to interfere seemingly on mm-hmm. Crews' behalf, but it's all a trick and it's going to help Mello. And in oh. the end, and then Dang MQ here thought that mentions who I thought it would be to potentially Commander Aziz. Oh, that'd be interesting if they put them back together. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, you know, for once, I just want Apollo to be like, man, I have run this scenario like Doctor Strange. I've run this scenario in my head 15 million times. I ain't winning this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. no, there's no way I'm going to win this. So yeah, I'm just not going to have the match. Yeah, I'm not going to win. Why even bother? <laughs> I only want guaranteed Ws. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we had a Wesley promo. He says, we are four days away from NXT being back on the road for Vengeance Day. And it's a huge day for me because I have my biggest challenge uh, yet with Dijak. He's back in NXT, claiming to be serving justice, but he just once was on my shoulder. That's the North American title, of course. He says, Saturday is going to be tough. I'm probably going to take an ass whooping. But the Cardiac Kid will do the same thing he did against Mello. And who do you have his other title fence against? Uh, Tony D. Tony D'Angelo. Uh, yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll rise and still be your North American champion. The Dijak comes to the ring. What do yeah. you say, Steve? That's right. Hey, Mr. Lee, I want you to soak this all in. Enjoy these moments because these are your final days as champ. Sad last days. You had every opportunity to hand me that title, but you're too stupid to take it. And now Saturday, you're going to be staring across the ring from the baddest man in NXT locker room. That's right. When that happens... I'll rip the title from your hands, okay? And then Wesley says, that's exactly what you're going to have to do because I didn't win this title by accident. Every minute of training, every risk I've taken, every trial and tribulation I fought, and when I felt like I couldn't anymore, the support of all these fans showed me I could reach new levels I never dreamt of. So Saturday, you're not just fighting me, you're fighting everybody. Yeah, you might be fighting for them, Mr. Lee, but they won't be fighting for you, that's right. And then Von Wagner interrupts with Mr. Stone. Stone says, I'm sorry, I guess my ears aren't working. Die, Jack. You said you're the biggest and baddest. Have you forgot about Vaughn? Hey, hey, die, hey, die, Jack. Hey, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. I'm right here, and the only injustice is me getting overlooked. <sighs> die, Jack says. Yeah, that's right. My eyes are focused on the title. I have no issue with you. And Wes says, "Hold on, hold on. Well, you're you're doing Wesley. You go ahead. Oh yeah, he says, get, hold on. You die get Jack. to do the line. Hold on, die, Jack. You claim you're the baddest. Vaughn says he is. So basically, you're calling him a liar." The only injustice I see, uh, oh, sorry, I only see an injustice that needs to be fixed. I hear Vaughn and I hear Stone. And come Tuesday. And he said it so, like, obviously, you know, punctuated. Yeah, he did. It was great. We may need to have a new number one contender for the North American title. So, Vaughn, if you beat Dijak tonight, right now, you won't be overlooked anymore. You'll be looked at as a title contender. So, can we please solve this injustice? And then Dijak takes a swing at Lee, Wesley Ducks. 
Dijak hits Vaughn, so then Vaughn sends Dijak out of the ring, Russ out to break it up, and then immediately the match is made. Does Vaughn Wagner purposely come up with the absolute worst insults possible? No. Not purposely. I think they're just, yeah. They're that's just, the best he can come up with. That's the best he can come up with. And the, it's funny because like, well, maybe backstage they're like, hey, Vaughn, uh, we have some possible ideas for No, I got this. <laughs> no, listen, no, seriously. I know last week was bad, but this week I got something good, okay? I'm going to tell him to come take his glasses off. Oh, it was so bad. Because <laughs> I'm right here. Hey. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just, you know, they're just like, hey, man. You know, you're, you've 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 sort of we've reached the limit of what you're going to bring us. So, like, you know, just try to do some stuff. Try to workshop. This is the challenge stuff. for you, yes. Up your game from a character perspective, because that's basically yeah. what Stone t- tells him later on. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious how meta that shit is, too. So yeah. this match was actually pretty good. It was though. really good. It was probably Von yeah. Wagner's best match yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of course, Dijak does get the win here with a feast your eyes. How's he do it? Feast your eyes, something like should that. Should be feast your eyes. Should point to his the tummy belly. For feast. Yeah, he has like an Arby's menu. It's like feast your eyes. Yeah, it's a picture of Meat Mountain with him taking a bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah him He's and Joe's the, the, uh, the Guy Fieri, you know, the hunch he does when he eats something, <laughs> giant burgers or something that's like that large. He has to kind of squish it down and hunch over the plate. So yeah, when right. shit falls out of the other side of it, doesn't get over his shirt. <laughs> well, those are probably expensive shirts, man. They probably are. All, all those flows probably. Oh, I'm not blaming him for doing the hunch. You got to do that. No, absolutely. And what he should do is just take the shirt off when he eats. You know, hold on a second. I got to get this in my matted in my chest hair. Yeah, I got to start shaving my chest. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tony D and Stax are paying attention to just what happened, and Stax is like, "Oh man, I can't stand Dijack. We're gonna get him a receipt." And Tony's like, "Hey, forget about Dijack for now." What's up with this huge impact you're going to make? And uh, Stack's like, no, I took care of it. Next week, it's on. So, Larson, what's the big impact? I have no idea. Sammy Callahan? No, I think he did. No, I don't think so. He's in. He's part of the design now. Oh, that's right. He's got his own issues there. Hmm. Big I don't know. Con? Cardona, maybe? I don't big know. Big Con? Oh, shit. Are they going to bring back the Hype Brothers? No. No, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I don't think we're, Cardona we're gonna... would come back to be uh, one half of the hype bros. Oh, man. What is Mojo doing these days? I don't know. I wonder if he still stay hype. I would imagine. Hype seemed to be in his like very being, the core of it his was, being. It was a DNA. Remember they were doing that weird like mirror thing with him? Yeah. It was like cracked, and then he had like a weird like disease on his face. Yeah, that never went anywhere. No, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. So after that, we have Mackenzie on the interview set, and she's reviewing the Nikita Lions attack footage, and like almost going frame by frame, uh, all the people who were in the vicinity. You know, of course, Zoe Stark was there. Tiffany Stratton was there. Uh, Indy Lash uh, Legend was there. Lash Legend, Lyra Valkyria. Mm-hmm. There was a mysterious individual driving away in a car mm. uh, at one point. You know who it is, man. Probably got her visa issue settled. B. Priestley. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Blair Davenport. Yeah, Blair Davenport, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be a good reveal. That'd step up the uh, the game there in uh, NXT in the women's division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got a pretty well done Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller video package in advance of their cage match at Vengeance Day. <laughs> That'd be cool if it was Mako Satamora. <laughs> That'd be rad. She's like, why'd you do it? I don't like her. 
<laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, we had a decent video package for uh, the Vengeance Day uh, steel cage match. Uh, and then we had Tyler Bate versus Axiom, sort of a, a truncated version of what we had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really, really good stuff in the end. <clears throat> Tyler Bates able to hit a reverse into a uh, Tyler driver. Yeah, the third try. Yeah, uh, he hits that, gets the win. They shake hands. Kemp gets in the ring, pushes Axiom into Bate, hits Axiom with a backbreaker. Tyler Bate gets back in the ring, and he chases off Damon Kemp. I'm glad that Kemp, number one, is still a surly heel yeah uh and uh and he's gonna be featured again i like that yeah no me too i thought that ambulance match he had with what's his face was awesome oh yeah that was a fun bout julius yeah that was fun uh then we had an isla dawn video package and she's talking about springtime which is almost upon us the time Mm -hmm. of her healing and marking a new beginning and she's going on about uh, uh some initiation and the camera widens out pans out and alba fire standing next to her yeah man and she says, join us as we shed our egos, as we relinquish our need for control. These emotions no longer serve us. And with this ritual, this initiation initiation process has begun. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're a team now. Yeah, I could see them taking those tag titles off oh, yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. Carter and Chance. I could yeah. see that happening. That's a, that's a powerful team right there, you man. Got that They've right. got supernatural powers and, you know, love of uh, arson, you know. Yeah, and a bat. Like a bat a baseball bat, yeah. fire, and supernatural powers. Yeah. Good luck with that, Katana. I, I don't. I don't see how Katana and and Caden have any match for magical powers. They just, they just like to party. Yeah, I know that's the characters. That's their characters. They like to party, whether it be at country music festivals, raves, dance music festivals, dance music festivals, Lollapalooza, EDM. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, that's dance stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Lollapalooza, uh, one of those fake festivals that you do on a generator on your, you know, an app. Oh yeah, I think there was like, <laughs> it was like, you know, make your own concert or your own festival rather. <laughs> you know, theirs would be all over the map. Oh, I know. <laughs> Given their gimmick changes, I know, I know. Uh, then we had a Carmelo and Trick interview, and so uh, Carmelo's there, or sorry, Trick's there, kind of shaking. And yeah. Mackenzie's like, "Are you shaking because you're scared?" And Trick says, "No, I'm shaking like booty meat on a Friday night." <laughs> Not because I'm scared, but because it's cold in here. He says, but Trick Willie can't lie. This whole Apollo thing, should I even go to Vengeance Day? Can he really see the future? This is some Miss Cleo stuff. Mello what a way to undersell like Apollo's gimmick. That's some Miss Cleo stuff. That's great. That's it was so great. great. So Mello says, uh, of course you're coming to Vengeance Day. He can keep daydreaming, but you and I, we're going to keep scheming, okay? You know exactly how I see this playing out. Um, he says, I'm on a different caliber. I took that dude from the sidelines to the headlines. Uh, he could have a 40-inch vertical and his fingertips still couldn't touch the level I'm on. So, Apollo, you could be this, you could be that, but at Vengeance Day, unless you can beat me two out of three falls, you'll never be him. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and then after that, we had a side-by-side interview thing with Roxanne Perez and Toxic Attraction. Uh, I kind of appreciate it. Roxanne was just going off about how great it was to be in the Rumble while the other two were like, Ugh. <laughs> whatever yeah um so anyways uh i mean it was a bit on the it was a bit on the long side maybe a little but, bit uh, and, and yeah. it was it was toxic attraction trying to say yes we're going to be a, uni- a united team in there while each of them slip, slipped uh i'm going to be the next champion during the course mm, of yeah. the conversation yeah yeah so that happens a couple times and it's it's fair you know they're all they're all good especially toxic attraction they've developed over the past couple of years they really have developed you know, into good, you know, 
I say good talkers on the mic into into you know their personality, their character stuff has yeah, been yeah. really good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in the end, though, uh, was it JC says something? Oh, Gigi says you're you're at Veggie's Day. You're 15 minutes of fame or over because after Perez is like first little bit. Every time she tries to get a word in, she gets interrupted by either JC or Gigi, and so yeah, eventually right. she walks out. And then JC says, "I'm going to be the next champ." Um, and Gigi kind of gives her a little bit of a look, but nothing major. Mm-hmm. And then Gigi mm-hmm. says to to Vic and Booker, "You keep trying to find a crack between them, but there isn't one." Mm-hmm. And JC says, "Soon, me and Gigi will take our rightful place in XT." And Gigi says, "Yeah, Vengeance Day. The c- course of this division will." Uh, I don't know. I tried to write here. She says, uh, "Oh, she's going to change the course of the division when the uh, when I, I mean, when we." Become champ, and JC has a, a much larger response. And Vic Gigi starts saying, "Okay, that. wait a second. Gigi yeah. just said, JC, how do you yeah. respond to?" It? And then Roxanne Perez just completely fun splashes the hell out of both yeah. of them. They uh, they all start. She's attacking them, and then they try to attack her. They don't try to attack each other at all. They try to yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they stick to her. Um, so that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Stevie Turner uh, versus Danny Palmer, an enhancement yeah. talent here. Uh, it was a good win for Stevie Turner. She had, you know, like a chat screen up at one point during her entrance. Uh, Booker T claimed that she has a podcast, which is like, you know, I, mean, I suppose it's possible. I'm just not aware of it. Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, I, I obviously look. We're streaming here on Twitch. We're doing a podcast. You yeah, know? so yeah. it's entirely possible. Entirely possible. But she sort of was doing her own just chatting thing before mm-hmm. when she was breaking down her match. That wasn't really. It was more of a. That's more like a tape study thing. Yeah, it was a tape study thing. It was like maybe smash. A, it was like a smash zone. Maybe that's a segment on her podcast, though. Oh, that could be. Yeah, it's like a the Taz thing. Yeah, yeah, that could be Taz technique with Taz. What was it called? Yeah, technique by Taz. Yeah, yeah, juice by Tappy. Strategy by Stevie. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, Stevie Turner gets the win there. Pump kick, DDT, side effect. She gets the win. After that, we're backstage. Kiana James is on the phone talking to someone named Zach. Ooh, and the, was it Zach Gibson? Well, no, he's... Soon. he's what's his name again? <laughs> Kip Rip Tyler? Rip Fowler. <laughs> Rip Fowler. So she says... She, she ends the call saying, I love you too. So Fallon Henley walks in. And is I like, love you too. How was Soon who's that? will be the number one couple in NXT. And so Fallon walks in and says, "Who was that?" Oh, and man. and Kiana rightfully says, "None of your business. There's no yeah, one." What the hell? And Fallon says, "Oh, I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna break Jensen's heart." And they start arguing. So Chase and Carter step in and says, "Oh, it sounds like there's some trouble here." And uh, Kiana says, "The only thing you'll be hearing at Vengeance Day is and new tag champions." And Fallon says, "Yes." Her and I may not be the best of friends, but this is the biggest match of my life, and I'm going all out. And then James says, yes, we're going all out. And so Carter says, these titles are staying with us, and then they leave. And then Fallon says, all right, Kiana. And Kiana's, like, not focusing at all. And she goes, Kiana, stay focused on Saturday. This conversation isn't over yet. Yeah, man. Fallon Henley's kind of a mess. Not the best friend in the world. No. No. (laughs) I mean, man. Man, oh, man. Oh, anyways, uh, after that, we had Charlie Dempsey. He's extra aggressive with the picking of the teeth with the tongue these days. Yeah, isn't he? yeah, he does. He's on overdrive with that. Maybe Versus, they, got, they got some tough prime ribbon catering there. It's caught in your teeth, you know. I got receding gum lines. 
Yeah, anyways, he fought Drew Gulak. This was good stuff. Uh, towards the finish, though, uh, uh, so uh, Dempsey boots Gulak in the face. Gulak rolls him up, gets two with that. They start trading submission maneuvers. Gulak looks for a throw. Dempsey counters with a chicken wing. Gulak flings Dempsey off into Hank Walker, who's at ringside, and then Gulak rolls up Dempsey to get the win. Yep, yep. Uh, then we're backstage in the locker room. And Robert Stone says to Vaughn, who's in the midst of throwing a tantrum, this isn't working. And Vaughn just says, you think? <laughs> you think? And so Stone asks him, why do you have me managing you? I've been managing you for more than a year. I know nothing about you. Who is Vaughn <laughs> Wagner? Yeah. You're big. You growl. But so does everybody else. If you want to get the top of this business, you need to show me who you are. Help me help you. Help me so- help you. What could Von Wagner possibly tell Mr. Stone about himself that would actually help him grow as a competitor? Like, what do we know about Von Wagner? Um, well, in kayfabe or out of? In kayfabe. Well, they've, 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 they've talked about his amateur collegiate sports accomplishments. He's a football player, I think, right? He has a truck. He has a truck. He trains in the woods carrying he, large pieces of lumber. Right. Uh, I think they mentioned he's a second generation talent. I feel like number one, let's just let's go with what we got so far, okay? He trains in the woods and he has a truck. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he transitions from training in the woods, where things aren't as regulated, to being in the actual performance center and working through moves and matches and stuff, like who is he wrestling in the woods? Bears, We've apparently. Seen, Who else well, is no, the because he would he wouldn't be there because he loses all of his matches to like humans. You because think he's, he's used to wrestling wrestle a bear? Ah oh, man, sure, I feel the like the strategy of wrestling a bear is vastly different than wrestling a human, Steve. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you're successful at wrestling a bear, you're going to be dominant. You're going to be dominant in that ring. Not necessarily, you're a specialist. You're good at wrestling bears. Have you ever seen that Leo DiCaprio movie where he re- wrestles a bear? Yeah, he lost. That bear was dominant. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But if he was able to beat the bear, he could walk into NXT tomorrow. I don't and know. just be champion like know. that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe like, he should join like up the... with uh, with Briggs and Jensen. Oh, God, that's horrible. He should have. No, honestly, like we talked about this before. He should have been in what's-his-face's place, in uh, Briggs's place. Yeah. Him and Jensen, they kind of like, uh, there's some similar. They kind of look like they could be brothers. They're both second generation talents, too. And they're both that, yeah. Yeah. One was a Beverly Brothers guy. Yeah. And Wayne the other Bloom. one was uh, Bull Buchanan's son. Yeah, isn't Jensen's that right? Bull Buchanan's son, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There so we go. I don't know what he's going to be able to tell him. I feel like Vaughn's gone through at least a dozen gimmicks in the last year. But none of them have been like developed. <laughs> developed, yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's very confusing. Isn't very, that crazy that he was the guy confusing. they put there? The, out of everybody they looked at, they were like, hey, night one, you're going to be in that triple threat. I know. I'm sorry, the fatal four-way. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. We got our main event, winner of this, the New Day Invitational gets a shot, and the tag title bout at Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. It was a fun match. Um, Grizzly Young Veteran is isolating Andre Chase for most of it. At one point, he's looking to he, he wants to tag in Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson's not there because James Drake kicked him off the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, he does get a tag to Duke. Duke goes on to run. 
uh, as he's tuning up the band for a super kick, Malik Blade tags himself in. He takes out Drake and Duke. Anofe is in next, so Blade hits a frog splash. Anofe falls with a top rope elbow. They hit their finish on James Drake. Everybody else is in the ring to break that up. Mm-hmm. Eventually, uh, they send everybody to the outside. They hit double topes. Uh, Anofe puts Drake back in the ring, goes up top. Uh, Drake stumbles into the rope, which you know knocks Anofe off. So Drake is looking for a superplex on Anofe. Gibson gets in there, too. He looks to help him. Andre J- uh, Chase tags himself in, hits the Tower of Doom on all of them. He hits Drake with a bunch of stomps. Ava Rain gets on the apron to try to distract Chase. Uh, uh, and Drake blasts Chase from behind. Thea yanks Ava off the apron. Uh, Drake looks for a drop kick. Andre Chase avoids that, tags in Duke. They hit their finisher, the Fratliner, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Drake to get the win. That's a really cool move. Yeah, it is a really cool move, and it's a great name. It is. Um, to get the win, they advance to Vengeance Day. Gallus is up on that platform watching mm-hmm. Chase U celebrate. Pretty Deadly walks out to the ramp, taunts Chase U, and then the, and the New Day show up on the on the Tron, congratulates Chase U on their win, mm-hmm. and then uh, the show closes like a really extended uh, hype package for Vengeance Day. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got an AEW Dynamite tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, loaded show. Kicking us off, we've got in his uh, in his uh, uh, home area, Hangman Page versus well, John Mo- isn't John Moxley's because this is a, it's it's a Dayton, Ohio, Ohio right? yeah, Dayton, Ohio, yeah. yeah. Moxley's from Cincinnati. Yeah. How far away is Dayton from? Cincinnati? Hey no Siri, idea. how far away is Dayton, Ohio, from Cincinnati, Ohio? Yeah, okay. Close enough. How, how, how far? 72 miles. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, so he wants to knock out John Moxley yeah. in Dayton. Dayton. You think uh, he's going to do He's going to do it, right? Yeah, he should get the win shit. here. Yeah, but, like, clean his clock. He's going to knock him out. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's also the possibility that he can be have the opportunity to do it and then think oh. about what he did and hesitate. Oh, hesitate. no. He's he got to learn that killer instinct. They should team yeah. up. Maybe, maybe uh, Hangman Page, newest member of Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, that's t- they're no. Here's the thing: no, it's, he's not going to become a member because it's like sort of not even a thing anymore. Yeah, they're totally going to team up. It's going to be one of those things where like they do it and then it fizzles. <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be. Uh, Jade Cargill defends the TBS title against Red Velvet. That should be an awesome match. Looking yeah, that's going to that be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Uh, then uh, Darby Allen defends the TNT title in a no holds barred match against Samoa Joe. That should be great too. Dude, all these look amazing. We've got Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Holy shit, that's going to be good. That should good. be fantastic. Uh, Takeshita taking on Brian Cage. That should be really good. That's going to be a good match. And then the and acclaimed then, yeah. in tag team action, so we don't know who they're facing. Well, there's not much of a tag division. It's like them and the, and the gun club. Who are them dudes who are on uh, Dark and Elevation that Daddy Magic likes? The Outrunners? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll be the Outrunners. Yeah, could be. Who's it? Let's check the uh, hold on. Let's check the AEW rankings. That haven't been updated since be. August thirty first. AEW rankings. Nah, man, come on. We're in February now. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Uh, no, nope. six months. No now. update. Guarantee you. All right. Let's see here. AEW rankings. Uh, here we. Go. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. August thirty first. August thirty first. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Still no rankings. No Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I've Let's got a thread it. here on the YouTube. I believe you should have a thread there I on have the Patreon. I have a thread on the Patreon, yes. All right. Well, let's kick this off with... Oh, hold on. Come on now. 
I always have to reload uh, my. All right, thing. I got one here. Joey Two Dimes yeah. asked, "When Braun gets called up, they turn him heel. I just feel he needs a character shakeup because in all his feud, because in my opinion, all of his feuds have been terrible. He, they're just stuck on the one story of him where he's still learning to be a wrestler, learning to be a champion. And now they Can got Grayson even, Waller, yeah. who's someone that could really ir- irritate him, throw mm-hmm. him off his game. Um, that's just kind of been the ongoing story with Braun, and, and there's mm-hmm. been a couple little ups and downs, but for the most part is a challenge is put in front of him to challenge his ability to be champion and wrestler, and he overcomes it. It's just kind of been the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. W.S. Fletcher said, why did my Siri just answer, Steve? Do we sound similar? Evidently, we do. You apparently have an amazing voice, W.S. Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Spencer says, which titles do you think are most likely to get switched between now and Mania? So I, I don't I don't think this is specifically for NXT, just any in title? general. Any title. U.S. title. If they want to well, do it's Elimination Chamber, yeah. Austin Theory versus Cena and not have the title involved. But then again, if Cena's not going to be around for the build to Mania, they might have Theory hold on to the belt and have like an open challenge and have Cena answer it. Yeah. Yeah, most yeah most likely is U.S. because I don't think many of the other ones are likely to no, get switched. Gunther's not dropping the Intercontinental title. Roman ain't dropping anything. Mm-mm. Usos ain't dropping their belts. Um, yeah, uh, I don't see EO or Dakota dropping the, the women's tag titles. Yeah, yeah, it's the U.S. title. I would say U.S. title and then maybe the women's tag titles after mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, Jason Jimerson says between now and until mania name the feud that really hasn't started yet, but you would like to personally book for triple H tell us who you'd want to go over at this showcase of the immortals. This is easy. It's Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. Gunther would go over. So I'd, I'd want, you know, you and I, we put our heads together. We book something really great where Gunther gets the best of Brock Lesnar at every segment in every mm-hmm. step of the way still wins the match. And still wins the match. Good idea, but it's not the right answer, Steve. The right answer is L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed <sighs> Universal Championship. You bested me again. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> okay, of course, we'll go, L.A. Knight do, goes over. Do some quick. Oh, same situation. He comes in. He's like, oh, bloodline, bunch of incels. Oh, look at you whining like schoolgirls. Yeah, L.A. Knight, it's my game. He beats up the entire bloodline, mm-hmm. uh, and then he stands tall. He beats Roman Reigns, right? Is that how it goes? It. You got it. I got it. All right. Uh, James Tumay asks, will Cody reintroduce the winged title? He's making a deal about it. He, was he Instagrammed on the bump. it. He was on the bump and made a deal about it, apparently. So I hope so. You I know, hope the so. One, the one thing. Might I might cause I might cause some controversy here, Larson. But so I did the Wrestle Juice video today. I put like the Winged Eagle title on Cody for the Photoshop thing. Yeah. It looks great, right? Yeah, it's great. It's a great looking title. Somebody in the comments did make this note, and I agree with it. It's a bit on the small size. Make it bigger. Yeah. Larger. Winged okay. Eagle like Winged Eagle but big gold belt size. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. That's good. Uh, Alex Foster here asks, a lot of wrestlers acknowledge the Come Tuesday promo. Mm-hmm. How does NXT eventually and sadly turn this into a story? Well, Maybe Vaughn, what he wants to do yeah. is just be a meme wrestler. He just wants to be in a bunch of memes. I thought for a second you were going to say he wants to be a porno guy. Oh, man. 
Bring in good old JR. I'm done with AEW. I'm going to manage this young kid, Von Wagner. He's a stud. He's got centaur-esque genitalia. Look at it. It's huge. Look at how long it is. All right. I'm going to start calling him Long Long Wagner. (laughs) What did you say? Dong Wagner? Uh, Or Long Wagner. But yeah, Dong works better probably. Dong Wagner. All right. Oh, man. I got Come Tuesday, here. indeed. Go crank one out in the bathroom on Tuesday, folks. Uh, Luis Reza says, what are your thoughts about Cody defending his right to a WrestleMania main event similar to how New Japan uh, defends the G1 briefcase? Yeah, that'd be cool. I like it. I think it's a good idea. Same. 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 I just I just gave the mods way too much work to do. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. I can't. I can't open my mouth sometimes. Oh, man. Fazzy Wazzy says, uh, when are we going to get some call-ups? Post uh, WrestleMania, Roth WrestleMania. You got to think so. It's going to be flooded. He's going to just open the fucking flood. Be like 10 gates. call-ups. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a lot. I don't know what to do with all these people. Uh, White Brownie says, uh, what match would you see main eventing night one? He says, Charlotte versus Rhea or Usos versus Sammy and Kevin Owens. You make the case for either. Charles Rhea. I mean, Rhea won the, the Royal Rumble, Rumble, but man. Bianca's been, hasn't it been like two years in a row? Bianca's main event of night one? She didn't main event last year with Stone Cold. Kevin Owens main event oh, night one. That's right. I keep on thinking of that. Um, yeah, Charlotte Rhea. Charlotte Rhea. I can't argue with that. Yeah. But if they yeah. went with Usos versus Sammy and Kevin Owens, I couldn't argue with that either. You know what would be interesting, though, is if they keep the bloodline stuff to one night and you sort of tell a mini story within that one day of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think that could be kind of cool. Yeah. If you have a night two open with Usos versus Sammy and Kevin, yeah, and then have stuff backstage throughout the show leading up to the main event, that would work too. That could be cool, yeah. Uh, the Ronin Room says, what do y'all think they're going to do with Raquel Rodriguez and Nikki Cross? <sighs> Raquel, I mean, I thought, they just... Oh, sorry, I'm no. sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought Raquel was going to have a really strong showing with the Rumble and eliminate a bunch of people, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do either. However, I think that probably like next year, she's going to get that spot. They really need to start. I mean, I get the feeling that they're, they want to start building her up in a major way. She needs like her, her, her entrance music and video are very emblematic of what her deal is. It's just very generic. Mm -hmm. She's a generic big person who they don't want to push enough to get big wins, but she beats everybody else. Mm Mm-hmm. And they need to figure out a way to get her over that hump. And I wonder if they're waiting for her to connect in any way with the audience first before they give her that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that's what they need to do. She needs something to, to bite into. I don't know what it yeah. is. Uh, excuse me. Cameron Bortolazzo asks, what wrestler from pre-NXT days do you think would have benefited the most of having the exposure from NXT before debuting on the main roster? Now, I don't know if Cameron here means... Excuse me, someone who was in WWE System who is currently on the main roster, or just anybody who's ever been in WWE System. Because imagine if... So Kenny Omega uh, was in WWE Developmental in yeah, right. Deep South, I believe. Yeah. Uh, years ago. Yeah. Didn't like it, left. Yeah. If the Performance Center uh, was a thing then, Triple H was in charge of NXT. Mm-hmm, yeah. And maybe he was a bit more open-minded about... Kenny's approach to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Would Kenny have stayed? Would he? Would he have been a huge star in NXT? It's possible. It's I don't know. Possible. 
Uh, I'll say this. I know he was in a version of NXT, um, but it wasn't like NXT proper. Uh, and that's uh, Johnny Curtis, Fandango. Mm-hmm. I think that guy has all the tools. Um, if he had the proper development in NXT to develop beyond like just being a dancing guy, I think he probably got along, got, went a long way. We talked about him recently. He just signed you know, a deal he, with Impact, too. He did, yeah. He just signed a deal with Impact. And he's in a weird spot where all of his success came as the Fandango character. And so do you keep on rolling with that and sort of ensure that you're going to get a certain floor of recognition mm-hmm. and, um, and I mean, bottom line, income, because you're able to do conventions as that character and get bookings as that character? Mm-hmm. Or do you steer completely away from that and risk you know, people not wanting to book you because you're not that anymore yeah. or people not um, realizing who you are. Yeah. Right. But I always thought that he, I thought that that guy had a lot going oh, yeah. for him oh, yeah. as a more developed character than just Fandango. Yeah. And he's like, we interviewed him once tons of charisma, oh, nicest guy and tons Super of charisma. Cool dude. Yeah. And he's taller than you think he is. He's a, he's a WWE size guy. Yeah. Yeah. He really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yup. Um, that's all the questions I have here on the YouTube. Do you have any more? Uh, there's a few more. Let's see if there's anything we haven't covered yet. Um, Cat Dad Seven asks, "When Sammy and Kevin team back up, and if Jay leaves the Bloodline, what do you think it'll take for him to gain Kevin Owens' respect? Because I feel that even Sammy vouching for Jay won't be enough. I don't know if it's a situation where Sammy would have to do anything to get Kevin Owens to trust him." Only, I don't know. Yeah, only Jay would be able to do that with his own actions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has to be Jay basically being the reason. And I think it should be. Jay leaving Roman, finally. Because I have no doubt that Roman's going to try to manipulate him back into the bloodline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thousand percent. But Jay understanding that, hey, you know what? I have to step up for myself, and I can't allow Roman's threats to influence that. I have to be my own person. And that's going to cost Roman the title. Um, that's one possible way. It can, and I think that act would be enough for Kevin Owens to be like, okay, yeah, you're cool. But, I mean, I don't know if it even matters. because, yeah, who yeah. We don't know where the story's going necessarily after WrestleMania. Uh, we've got one more here from Mayor Plenty Houston. Are there any NXT wrestlers that should have been called up after the Rumble, or is, it too much, or is there too much going on right now that after Mania is a better time for call-ups? I think there is a lot going up right now. Mm. So much creative energy is being put into building up to rumbles that unless you have an NXT call up actively involved in WrestleMania plans, just wait till after mania. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this last one here, we'll end on this. Our Pacific Northwest adventures. This is our PNW adventures says, uh, can Al Pacino give a shout out to Saul Ruka? My favorite wrestler. Saul Ruka. NXT. She does all sorts of crazy stuff. She gets on her hands. She walks around on her hands. She gets back in the ring. She's back on her hands. Saruka. It's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.